Let's go to the Lord in prayer. And Brother Chris, you lead us in the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, we come to you today, Lord, just to give thanks and yes, praise God. for your blessed holy name. Yes. Lord, we thank you for this opportunity to meet together with our Christian family and friends and neighbors. Lord, that we might come together as you've instructed us to to assemble ourselves together, that we might worship you together, that we might draw strength from each other and yes. encouragement. And Lord, I just pray that your blessing be on this service today. Lord, whatever needs to be accomplished, Lord, and what responses need to be made, Father, I pray that you give people the courage to follow you. Yes. We pray for our pastor. We pray, God, that you bless him. Continue in the singing. Yes. Lord, may we just do that that you would be pleased with. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Y'all can be seated. This morning, we are going to start our penny march back. And I'm going to ask the kids here in just a moment to come and, and bring your chains and drop it in the church house up here. And, all, you know, this change, once we, you know, we get it all collected, it, it's going to go to our children's home. And what a blessing that is going to be it's right there. What a blessing that's going to be. So, Kids, while you're coming and bringing your change, I'm going to ask Sister Marilyn and Mark to play us something while we're doing this. But before we do this, let's have a word of prayer, okay? Again, let's pray. And Sister Pam, can I lead you to ask you to lead us in this prayer? Thank you, Lord, for this day. And thank you for all that you've done for us, Lord. I pray for this service today, and I pray that you just be with us in a mighty way. Thank you, Lord, for your blessing. Amen. Okay, y'all kids, y'all come while they play.
sorry. I can explain to the children why they're putting money in there. Okay, this money that you're putting in there, kids, is going to go to children's home. And, and you know, this is going to further, you know, our blessings to them. And uh, so this, I tell you what, what a, what a wonderful thing you're doing by bringing your change and putting it in this church. It's going to be a great thing. For children that don't have homes. Yeah, this is for children that don't have homes. And, and there's so many that needs, that needs a home. But you know, there's so many that needs the Lord and Savior, most of all. And, uh, and, and when we reach out in this way, you know, we're actually reaching God to them too. So what a blessing it is for you kids to do that. What a blessing it is. But, uh, we're going to continue this. I don't know how long we're going to do this. How long are we going to do this? Every Sunday. Okay, every Sunday. Okay, I didn't know if it was just a certain time. At least do when I'm serious. Yeah, I remember, I remember Marilyn mentioned that a long time ago. They used to do that every week. And uh, so, so anyhow, we're going to fill this church up in a hurry. We're going to do that. So anyhow, it's good to be here this morning. Look at page 240. Look at page 240. When the trumpet of the Lord's inside. Here, for those of you who don't know me, wrote sowed a lot into me as a young boy. 
I can remember starting before the church was remodeled. We had a beginner Sunday school class right over there, yeah. taught by Hazel Barwick, and uh, I'm sure I often sang "Jesus Loves Me" in that little room. And I saw that love demonstrated so clearly through Hazel and other women and men in this church who poured into us as children. I remember starting first grade with this boy. It was on his mother and my mother driving us together from their first day in the little doodle bug. And we both sat in the little back area we used to pitch groceries. We were both back there. Do you remember that? <laughs> There's so many good memories. Um, I was here on Mother's Day in 1970 when I felt the Lord uh, draw me to Him. And I came and knelt at the same altar bench and prayed, asking God to forgive me of my sins and to come into my heart and life. I was baptized down here in this, this river. I remember the fifth grader, his father, coming to me because we'd lost our church pianist and no, there's no one to play. And he came to me asking what I consider becoming the church pianist. And I was just getting into him playing and song playing, but I started playing the piano here in the fifth grade and played until I left for college. And I'll talk about on-the-job training. Well, for the last 36 years, I've been full-time minister of music in the church, 36 years, starting in May of 87. And it's rare to get, be able to get away from my church, but I'm so glad today to be able to be here and to come back and to be able to spend this time with family. As we get older, we lose people we love. We see them become limited and diminished, and that's hard. But we know as, as Christians that to pass from this life to the next, it's just like going through a door, and um, we'll be reunited with those that we know and love who've died uh, as followers of Christ. And I'm so grateful for that. There's a poem that says, uh, if I forget, Yet God remembers, if these hands of mine cease from their clinging at the hands to thine, hold me so firmly, sure. I cannot fall. Amen. I sang a lot growing up about holding the God's unchanging hand. But as I get older, I'm so thankful that even if I forget, or even if I am not able to cling, I know He clings to me and Amen. continues to hold me in His hands. Isn't that a wonderful truth? Yeah. The Bible talks about him being our good shepherd. And no one can snatch us out of his hand. Amen. I want to sing this song for you. If I get through it, but it's, uh, it's a wonderful thing as a Christian because we know where we're going. We have, we have pieces of uh, moments of heaven on this life, on this earth, as we're having right now. You know, like the old hymn, Marching to Zion, before we reach Emmanuel's Field, we, we enjoy a thousand sacred sweets. And this morning is one of those sacred sweets. But um, when we leave from here to there, uh, or when I leave, just celebrate me home, because I know where I'm going, I know who I'm going to be with.
anybody have anything before Brother Steve comes? Bring some messages, bro. 
he lives, I can face tomorrow. Amen. I tell you, um, he gives us a reason to get up out of bed in the mornings. Uh, I know I say this a lot and hear people say it a lot, but I don't know how folks go through this life without knowing Jesus Christ and the free pardon of sin. And uh, uh, because of him and because he lives, uh, just gives us a it gives me go ye to keep on going even when our bodies are feeling tired or we don't feel up to par uh, physically. I'm glad today that because he lives spiritually, he gives us something to keep on going. I appreciate that uh, today. Love each one of you. Good to, good to see all of you here today and uh, appreciate our visitors and want you to make yourself at home. I want to encourage you this morning, if you're not saved and uh, the Spirit deals with you or has been dealing with you, uh, we'd love for you to trust to the saving of your soul today and believe in Jesus Christ as your, and take Him as your Savior today. What a good day uh, that would be uh, for that if you're here and you've got any kind of problem in your life. Maybe your problem doesn't seem very important to other people, but to you it's burdensome and it's tribulation. Uh, our prayer is that, that you will find peace in the Lord. He's got the answer. To, uh, I've often said this. I've never took anything to him that was too small uh, or that he considered too small to handle. Never have took anything to him that he considered too big to handle. But he can handle everything uh, that we're facing today. And uh, let's continue to remember all them that are uh, sick and afflicted. Uh, and, and we've got several that, that are sick. You must remember uh, Sister Kim. She's had the COVID, is that right? And uh, uh, she's, she's doing a little better. And, uh, but, bless her Lord. You mind God. This year has been one roller coaster ever ride. When we turn 30, life decides to <laughs> throw all kinds of kinks. But that song has been my go-to for the last six months. As, as many of you know, we've tried to remodel a house, <laughs> get a house sold, just find out I'm pregnant, um, I'm just living with two kids in a camper. <laughs> it's been a really trying time. But I see the end coming. Yeah. Um, and to know that I can face tomorrow with his strength is, you know, a, a blessing beyond disguise. Um, this morning, one of my coworkers lost her husband. She's only 30. And you have a little girl. You have a behavioral disorder that hasn't been officially diagnosed yet. <coughs> And she really clings to her dad. It's really brought life to perspective this morning to know how soon life can be taken from you. Yes, he lives and we can face tomorrow, but tomorrow is never promised. That's right. So if you want to keep them in your prayers, um, I 
but she's gone for a good right now. So God, I'll keep them in your prayers. Um, my little things of life mean nothing compared to what she's about to be facing. So, thank y'all. God bless you. Somebody else. Amen. Brother Steve, I told you a while ago, last Saturday, Friday, whenever it happened, the storm came through and we had some damage and we've got a lot of work to do. But I thought when Garrett told me about the damage on the ball, on the shop and the shed behind it, that God does everything for a reason. I think and I have to know myself that I have to learn something from everything that happens because that's what he's trying to teach us I feel like. So when he told me about the shed, I thought, oh my goodness. And I thought, oh my goodness, you know, all the bad things. And then I thought, nope. The God on the mountain is still God in the valley. Yes. So he's going to get us through this just like he does everything else. Amen. Pray that our family will look forward to the challenges that God gives us and trust him to get us through. Amen. Amen. God bless you, sister. Amen. Sometimes it takes being in the valley to realize how much we need God. I'm glad that he's God in both places. Please continue to pray for Brother Don. Um, all, all of what he's gone through, he's still uh, he's still in, in good spirits and uh, continues to to smile. And um, I, I thought about the other day at the hospital after his surgery and. Dr. Morris came back, the orthopedic surgeon that did his surgery, and he came back to talk to the family. The surgery went very quickly. And uh, those of you that don't know, Brother Don had his foot amputated. And uh, as Dr. Morris came back there and talked to the family, explained what that they did and how that he should be getting better, and, uh, and uh, he had prayer with the family. And, and, I really appreciate that. You can see his Christianity coming out in him. But after he was done, he uh, he asked, he said, do y'all have any questions? And uh, one of Brother Don's grandsons said, yeah, what did y'all do with his foot? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and I thought about that myself, but I wasn't going to ask him. <laughs> but uh, Dr. Morris said, well, it goes to the research lab and they'll look at it and then it will go into an incinerator and be burned up and uh, uh, but uh, I just thought uh, how that brother Don all through this is, is, is keeping such a positive attitude and that and that encourages me it really does and so let's continue to pray for him uh, they said they're working on uh, a prosthetic an artificial foot and hopefully brother Don at some time in the future, we'll be able to get back up and walk again. And, uh, even if he don't, uh, I know that good Lord willing, we'll see him here at church again soon. Uh, appreciate that. 
But uh, don't feel like we'll be long this morning. I've got a few verses of Scripture that God uh, laid on our heart in the sixth chapter of Hebrews. If you want to turn there, and I'm looking forward to the singing that uh, is going to be going on in a little while down at Lester Memorial, and uh, I have been looking forward to that for some time, and so uh, we don't feel like we're going to be long, but I want to encourage you, if you've got a need in your life, uh, God's got the answer, Amen. and uh, uh, if, if God is drawing you to the altar for any reason, I don't have to know the reason, nobody in church has no reason, but if He's drawing you, uh, won't you come and find peace uh, down in your heart? Sixth chapter of Hebrews. Paul here uh, seemed like it hadn't been too long ago that we were reading in this chapter and maybe preached uh, 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 out of this chapter, but the Lord give us a different thought uh, uh, today. Uh, this is uh, the, the Apostle Paul, and he's, uh, he's talking here to the Hebrew Christians. And I've often said this, Paul was very concerned about, about uh, Christians uh, relaxing into uh, uh, ceremonial uh, formalities of Judaism. So he was very, uh, he was very uh, cautious about this. But uh, in the, I'm going to begin reading with the seventh verse. It said, For the earth which drinketh in the rain that cometh off upon it, and bringeth forth herbs for meat, for them by whom it is dressed, receiveth blessing from God. But that which beareth thorns and briars is rejected, and is nigh unto cursing, whose end is to be burned. But, beloved, we are persuaded better things of you and things that accompany salvation, though we speak. For God is not, for God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love, which ye have shewed toward his name in that ye have ministered to the saints and do minister. And we desire that every one of you do shew the same diligence to the full assurance of hope unto the, unto the end. I believe that's about as far as I'm going to read. Let me read this next verse. That ye be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. And I'd like to uh, take, your, take you back to the, to the ninth verse here, and I'd like for you to uh, look here at what the Apostle Paul is saying. He said, But beloved, we are persuaded better things of you and things that accompany salvation. And just for a few minutes, I'd like to preach on the thought, things in common with salvation today. And I'd like for you to think about that, that we know that uh, uh, there's things that uh, happen and things that go on and they'll have things in common uh, with something else. But I'm glad today uh, that the Apostle Paul here, as he's talking to the Hebrews, uh, he talks about things that accompany salvation. He's encouraging them that he would like to see the things that accompany salvation uh, in them. And I'm glad that uh, when the Lord saved my soul, uh, he just didn't save me from a devil's hell and give me an inheritance, uh, a place in heaven, but he also uh, put some things upon me that accompany salvation, things that are in common uh, with salvation today. Now, I remember uh, reading in one place, he said over in uh, 1 John, he said, for we know that we have passed from death unto life because we love the brethren. 
He that loveth not his brother abideth in death. I've often I've thought about this, and some people uh, think a lot of times, and I've had people come to me and say, you know, I'm just not sure whether I've, I've been saved or not. Sometimes I think I am, and sometimes I just don't know. But the Bible uh, teaches us that uh, if we love the brethren, and the only way uh, that we can love one another is to know Jesus Christ and the free pardon of sin today. How somebody lost and undone. I, I might say I love you or I love this one. Hollywood talks about love all the time but there's a love that surpasses all understanding and it only comes from Jesus Christ in knowing Him and the free pardon of sin today. And I'm glad today that there's some things in common with salvation. The Bible says uh, that you'll know a tree uh, by the fruit that it bears. It tells us that a corrupt tree can't bring forth good fruit, neither can a good tree bring forth corrupt fruit. So I'm glad today uh, that with salvation uh, and being born again, Brother Ricky, uh, uh, there's some things uh, uh, that come along with that uh, uh, that are in common uh, with that today. Uh, I'm glad uh, uh, when the Lord saved my soul, uh, uh, it made me love everybody. Uh, uh, somebody said, Preacher, uh, do you like everybody? I, I know I don't. I, I, there's some folks that get under my skin. I, I, but I tell you, Sister Pam, since he saved my soul, it made me love everybody. It's easy to love y'all, but it even made me love my enemies today. Amen. 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 There's some things that accompany salvation today. Paul was encouraging these Hebrew Christians. Amen. For he was persuaded better things of them. Amen. It talked about the ones uh, who had heard the word. Uh, those that had got a glimpse of heaven. Amen. Uh, those that had got a glimpse of the Holy Ghost. Uh, uh, but he tells him there how they fell short uh, of that. But I'm glad today uh, uh, that we uh, as born again uh, children of God. Uh, there's some things that goes along with it. Uh, I remember Brother Randy Bertram. Uh, uh, years ago, uh, I preached a message to association building, uh, and, and the thought was uh, the nuggets that come with salvation. Uh, and I'm glad today uh, uh, that there's some things that come along uh, uh, with being born, things that accompany that. Uh, amen. Things that are in common uh, uh, with that today. Uh, and it'll show in our Christian lives today. Amen. Amen. I'm glad of things that accompany salvation. I begin to think about as we look here and uh, remember back over in John the uh, Bible teaches us that Jesus was talking to Simon Peter and and uh, and we know he said, uh, Jesus saith unto Simon Peter, he said Simon son of Jonas lovest thou me uh, more than these he saith, yea Lord thou knowest that I love thee. He saith unto him, feed my lambs that Jesus could have just I left it at that. Amen. I, I, but he called another time to him again. He said, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? I, he saith unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. He saith unto him, I feed my sheep. I, he could have left it right there. I, but the Bible said he came a third time. I, he saith unto him I, the third time, Thou love, uh, lovest thou me? I, and he said unto him, uh, Thou knowest that I love thee. Uh, Jesus saith unto him, 
him, I feed my sheep. You reckon why? Jesus, three consecutive times, asked Peter. He said, do you love me? Amen. I imagine by the third time, Peter was probably getting a little bit disgusted because he had answered him twice. But I'm going to tell you, I believe what Jesus was showing here. And this wasn't just to Peter, but it's to the church. Amen. Today, he said, feed my lambs. Feed my sheep. I'm glad there's some things, Brother Mark, that accompany salvation. Some things in common with it today that'll make you want to feed God's people today. It'll make you want to help those that are in need. It'll make you want to have some benevolence for those around us today. It's a lot easier for me than if I just worry about me and mine and nobody else. But God put something down inside of me. Amen. How that makes me want to love somebody and help somebody. These are the things that accompany salvation today. And I believe the Apostle Paul was doing all he could do to purge this out of the Hebrew Christians over there. Amen. Amen. There's some things that come along with it. Amen. I begin to think about. Now also there's some things that come along with sin that have in common with sin. Things that accompany a sin today. I, I thought about this. I, I remember one time, uh, and I don't remember where I was at, but I, I was having to work on somebody's air conditioner, and I remember uh, a vicious dog on the chain uh, out there. And, uh, and uh, as I went to the backyard, that dog was just jerking on that chain as hard as he could jerk and uh, showing his uh, canines, amen, and slobber going everywhere. And he was uh, growling and barking. And I remember uh, the owner uh, said, he's really a good dog and a sweet dog. There's no way you're going to convince me of that. I was glad that he was on chain and wasn't able to get to where I was. I'm going to tell you, you'll know a tree by the fruit that it bears today, amen. There's no way he is going to convinced me there was anything good about that dog other than just being a watchdog today. I, I, but in our Christian lives today, I, I, there's some things I, that comes along with being a Christian I, I, that let others know I, that you love the Lord today. I, it's easy for me, Sister Pam, I, I, to say I love the Lord, I, I, but to show it today I, means more to God I, and means more to those around us today. Amen. Amen. Things that accompany salvation today. I, I begin to think as the Apostle Paul here was, was getting this over to him. He said, uh, for God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love to too many Christians today. I feel like what they're doing for God uh, is going unnoticed. Uh, nobody's paying it any mind. Uh, uh, let me tell you something today. Uh, uh, whatever you reach out uh, and do for God, uh, I can assure you today, uh, He does take notice of it. Amen. Uh, and He rewards us greatly. 
for what we do. Shame on us today if we've been born again and we've been saved and we don't have these things accompanying us. We don't have the love down in our heart that we ought to have. I appreciate this church today. I really do. And I appreciate the love that she shows in the community. I've often thought about this. It's easy to pray. But when we put legs on our prayers, Brother Bo, and we start putting our prayers into actions, amen, and we begin to go out in the community, I appreciate it when somebody comes and says, we've got somebody down the road here, and financially they're in bad shape, and they could use some help. I'm glad today, because of the company's salvation today, it makes us want to go out and help them today. Amen. Amen. There's some things in common with being born again that comes along with it. It's a difference that God makes in a person's life. It can turn the vilest sinner around and give them a reason and a hope. Not of this world, amen, but a reason and a hope in God today. I tell you what it will do. It'll put some gogi in you, and it'll make you want to go for the Lord. It'll make you want to reach out today and help those. I'm glad that I don't come to church just because I feel like every Sunday morning getting up and getting dressed and going over to a place, but I come to church, amen, because God put something down inside of me, Brother Wayne. He puts something that's bubbling up down inside of me. It's something that accompanies salvation today. Amen. I'm going to tell you what it'll do. It'll do when, when the trouble comes into your life and the uh, storms of life are raging. I heard one writer compare it to this, that our lives are like a ship out at sea. Amen. And heaven is the harbor. And we're, we're, we're bound towards heaven. We've got our aim that way. Uh, uh, but as we go, we've got trials and tribulations and storms that we have to contend with in this life. Uh, if you ain't had one yet, hang on. It's coming. Amen. And when we've still got our eyes uh, pointed towards that harbor, we've got our eyes uh, pointed towards heaven today. Uh, but on the way, uh, uh, there's some things that comes along uh, uh, with salvation, amen. Uh, and it'll make us want to get up uh, and go for the Lord. Uh, I've never understood uh, how folks that say, uh, I love the Lord and I've been saved, uh, uh, but I can live at home uh, just as well. Uh, boy, they must be closer to the Lord than I am, because I need what I get over here at the house of God. I needed that singing this morning, amen. I needed the testimonies. I needed the encouragement, amen. And I can take what I've got over here at the house of God and I can go through the rest of the week if the Lord tarries is coming and I can feed off that for a little while. Amen. Amen. There's some things that accompany salvation. Paul was persuaded better things to these. Amen. I'm going to tell you today, if you're not feeling the full joy of your salvation, you're living below your means. 
And today, I believe that's Bible. That's not what I think. But I believe that's according to the Word of God. That if you're not enjoying your salvation today, that you're living below your means. There's some things that accompany salvation, some things that goes along with it. There's a peace that comes along with it that surpasses all understanding today. I'm talking about a, a peace today of when they come on the news and say that uh, the island of Maui is burning up. I, I, when they come on the news and they talk about wars I, and rumors of wars, amen. I, I, when they come on I, and they talk about another school shooting, I, amen, another child abducted, I, amen. I, I'm going to tell you I, something that's in common with salvation I, is that peace, I, deep cell peace I, I, that comes with it today. I, and I don't know how in the world I'd face to Tomorrow, I, I without it, Brother Wayne. Amen. 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 There's some things that are in common with salvation. You know that's the reason that it's important for me today to try my best, and I do it in a weak way, but to try my best to keep myself under subjection to God. I want the world to be able to see the things that accompany salvation, the things that have in common with salvation. If you're not careful today, all it takes is drifting away from him just a little bit. And then the worldly things begin to come into our life and they begin to, they begin to show. Have you ever heard somebody say, Boy, if they're a Christian, the woods is full of them. You've heard that. Amen. We need to be like those that Paul knew he could expect more of. Amen. And let these things that comes with knowing Christ and the free pardon of sin. Oh, what needless pain we bear, all because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. Being able to take our problems to Him, no matter how big they are. A lot of folks are going through things today that I don't know. I don't have a clue what you're going through. You don't know about everything that I'm going through. But God knows all about it. And to be able to talk to Him, and to be able to ask Him for help and grace and mercy that He gives so liberally to those that ask. Amen. These are things that are common with salvation today. These are some of the things that comes along with it today. So I want to encourage you, whatever you need to do, amen, reach out and take hold of the nuggets, as Brother Randy would say, that comes along with salvation today. The things that that we have become we have become privileged to in knowing the Lord and the free part of sin today. I want to encourage you today. There's some things that comes along with it. It'll show in our life. I've heard more people say here lately that and they was even said today that <coughs> To give is better than to receive. And the blessings that you get 
out of giving. The older I get, the more, and I hope it stays this way, and I hope it continues to grow, the more, Sister Vanessa, that I have concern with my brothers and my sisters than I do myself. Amen. And when we'll start doing that, when we put self on the back burner and think more about what we can do for our neighbors, for our brothers and our sisters, for those that are in need, that's the things that comes along with salvation. And I can assure you today, the world may not notice everything about it. They may not put you up in bright lights in Times Square, but I can assure you this, God knows exactly where your heart is and what your intentions are. Amen. And He'll bless you. Come get us a song. Amen. If everybody will stand, and I know this has been short and scattered, but I feel like this is what the Lord has sent. I want to encourage you today, whatever God's leading you to do. Amen. 505 and so bracing you.